Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Teton CrossFit Podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm going to be chatting a little bit with you guys today. So the Open was last week, the very first week of the Open, and we had some wall walks. And uh, I think we all felt those. It was, uh, you know, kind of a little reminder of what we felt last year. Maybe slightly better just because we've done them a few times since then. So what are we going to see this week? That is a great question. We're going to find out today. There's an announcement, but could it just be a body weight workout? Might it be heavy, like a heavy Diane? Or what about just a normal Fran? I never realized that Diane and Fran rhymed until this moment right now. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. We're going to have a, a good time on Friday night. People can continue to bring uh, sides, and this time I'm going to smoke a brisket um, on a smoker, not like a, not not like a joint. That's very difficult to uh, to keep lit. So we're going to uh, smoke a brisket. You guys bring some sides. We're going to have a great time. Uh, we'll keep you updated what the workout is. So that's the open. Now I want to talk about intended stimulus a little bit. I said I think it was last Sunday in just an Instagram live video. We were going to dive a little bit deeper into intended stimulus, and that is what we are going to do right now. So let's say that up on the board, it says that the target time is 10 to 12 minutes, but that workout only took you eight minutes, or that workout took you 15 minutes. So the intended stimulus or the target time is 10 to 12 minutes. It either took you eight or it took you 15 now let's say that that workout is, let's just say it's that heavy Diane that we just talked about that, you know, could possibly be in the open. So if we have a heavy Diane and you're getting it done, so that's uh, deadlifts and handstand pushups, and you're getting it done in less than eight minutes, there's a couple different things that we can do there to modify up. I want you guys to always be thinking intended stimulus, target time, modify up down or sideways. So when we program or like in our case, we, we purchased CrossFit Mayhem's programming, we expect that we're using all the different energy systems that are in our body over a balanced period of time so that we are as fit as we can possibly be over uh, a, a specific time domain. So let's say over a year's period, we want to make sure that we're hitting all of those energy systems very balanced. Now in our area, uh, we're only going to be able to run during the summers. So we modify sideways in that case, and we might do jump ropes or other single modality movements like rowing or biking or something along those lines. So on a heavy Diane, you're getting it done in eight minutes. It's like, man, you're insanely strong and have some pretty good lung capacity because you're able to just breathe really hard and blow through that. Uh, no pun intended because, you know, you blow out of your mouth and that has to do with your lungs. Okay. Um, so let's, let's play with this a little bit. All right. What is making it to where that person is really fast at that workout? Well, let's say we're watching them and their deadlifts are actually pretty moderate, but they can just blow through the handstand pushups. In that case, we might say, hey, it's good for you today to do strict handstand push-ups. Does that kind of resonate a little bit? You're like, okay, so you're still doing handstand push-ups. It's that upper body pushing motion. 
Um, could you even take it further? Now, I'm not saying we would do this, but I just want to give some examples. Upper body pushing. I wonder if we could make them do a heavier push press. Um, I wonder... I mean, I'm just taking it, now I'm taking it really far out there. What if we had them do a two barbell movement and they were doing heavy deadlifts and 95 pound thrusters? I don't think I'd actually have someone do that, but I just want you to be thinking, oh, you know, still an upper body pushing motion. Now we're, now we're putting in uh, an upper body or a lower body push as well with the thruster, but, you know, start thinking in that regard. Now let's take someone that's kind of on the other end of the spectrum and you got heavy Diane and it took them 15 minutes. And, um, because it's heavy Diane and that was difficult, well, well, maybe, maybe we shouldn't have gone to heavy Diane, uh, if it's taking longer than the intended stimulus. And by the way, these are not the, the 10 to 12 minute mark is not, uh, the target time for Diane. Um, just using it as an example. So we're not going to go heavy. We're going to lighten that back up. Maybe we come to the, you know, 225. Maybe we go to 135, whatever we need to do. And maybe those handstand push-ups aren't happening yet. Totally fine. A seated dumbbell strict press is really great. Um, getting inverted and working on that pushing motion, maybe banded or using a barbell with our feet, you know, something along those lines, we're going to be modifying up, down, or sideways. And I want you to know there is absolutely nothing wrong with modifying. Uh, I don't like calling it calling it scaling because you're not scaling anything. We are modifying how it's written so that we individually can reach the intended stimulus. So there's absolutely no shame in it. In fact, it is it is noble to actually modify to where we're hitting that intended stimulus. And it's so important because let's say it does take you 15 minutes. Well, at that 15 minutes, we're trying to get you to do it in 10. So by taking five minutes more, that's 50% longer. We're actually starting to hit different energy systems in the body than was planned. So it's really easy to look over at, uh, at your neighbor and go, oh, dang it, they're doing it. They're doing it RX. I know it's going to take me a couple minutes longer, but at least I'll be doing it RX. Believe me, I've been there. I'm still there. It's a very, very difficult thing to, to combat, but it's so, so important for your bodies. Um, and your minds too, you know, constantly comparing is, is, uh, it's insanely detrimental to ourselves. So the only person that you should compare with is yourself. And even then you should be very, very kind to yourself. So that's intended stimulus. I hope that makes sense. We just want to make sure that we're always thinking, I, I want to hit that intended stimulus. I've got to hit that intended stimulus. I can modify up, down, sideways, wherever I need to chat with your coach, figure it out, make it happen, hit that intended stimulus. Now, something else that's going to help you to feel really good over time, that, al <laughs> that almost sounded like an, an advertisement coming. Something that's going to make you feel really good over time is Organifi. Um, no, so something that's going to help you feel really good over time is uh, finding the correct diet or food plan or food intake plan, whatever you want to call it, for you. Um, everyone is a little bit different. I have tried many different diets. I've had success on many different diets. The, you could say failure, but I'm not going to, you know, we don't need to call it failure. I'm not a failure just because I stopped doing a diet. Um, I have temporarily modified how I eat. Um, but if we were to call it failure, then the ones that I've failed on are just the ones that I'm not consistent on. Stan efforting is a 
pretty big name in the powerlifting and bodybuilding industry. He says compliance is the science, and he's absolutely correct. It, it almost doesn't matter what diet you're doing as long as you are consistent. Now, if you're being consistent, then it's really easy to know how to make the tweaks in and out that we need to make in order to get where you want to be. So let's say you are doing, and this is actually what I've been doing since December. I haven't wanted to name it anything because I've been doing pretty good and um, psychologically food and me don't go together that well. Um, But essentially, if you've ever heard of OMAD or one meal a day, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Now, I have seen a slight negative in the effectiveness of my workouts um, and a little bit of energy. Now, I do the in-body once a week, and I've noticed that I've lost just about half as much muscle as I have body fat. So, what does this tell me? Well, one meal a day works for losing weight, but not necessarily just losing body fat. But then I have to look into that and I go, okay, well, what, why is that? Why am I losing some muscle too? More muscle than I should be losing during a diet. Well, let me look at it. Oh, it's protein. I'm not eating enough protein during that one meal a day. And there, if there's, I hope there's not, like any nutritionist or something that's listening to this and they're like, this guy has no idea. I mean, I have a slight idea, but I don't want to ever come out and say that I'm the expert on food or nutrition or anything. This is just what I'm doing right now is one meal a day and it is working as far as weight loss goes. Uh, Since December, it's about, uh, let's see, I stepped on the scale. It's about 13, 14 pounds since December. Um, Still have about 20 that I want to go. And uh, what I'll probably do is continue to do one meal a day, but I'm going to add some protein to it. And because I've been pretty compliant with the diet, it'll be easy to make those tweaks. And maybe I go, hey, you know, I need two meals a day. So then it would be a tamad instead of omad. Um, So we'll figure it out. There's also paleo. There's just a balanced diet. There's the Mediterranean diet. There's the carnivore diet. There's the modified carnivore that has... Uh, It's the one that Joe Rogan's doing right now. So it's carnivore with fruit. So meat and fruit. Honestly, super, super good for you uh, diet. If you think about CrossFit and what CrossFit has taught for uh, many, many years, 12 years, 13 years, um, meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Now you guys know that science, quote science, changes over time. Real science should be questioned. Real science should be something that you can take, you can uh, experiment with, you can disagree with, and if you disagree with it, it's the scientific method. You just go out and you try to prove it in a different direction. Well, we have found, and um, yeah, we've found a few studies that talk about detriments of vegetables. Now, I'm not going to say to stop eating vegetables or anything like that, but I want you to always question what you hear. If they're like, hey, a vegetarian diet is completely the way to go. You know, maybe it is, but please question it. Please look in and find it. And you can also uh, try it out. If you try it and you're like, for two weeks, you're like, man, I feel so good. And you continue to be compliant. And then you go, man, I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm losing some energy. All right, add in five ounces of steak. See how you feel. If you feel better than that scientific method, you are moving yourself in the direction that <clears throat> is going to help you. 
Um, I believe that the carnivore, modified carnivore, so meat, which has all vital nutrients that we need, and fruit, which continues to give you the, the fructose, the sugar, um, that I, I do think that as humans we kind of crave. We don't need it, but we definitely crave it. Um, when you start doing that, the meat is just going to start to taste better and better, and the fruit is going to taste better and better. And then you'll like go on a vacation to Costa Rica, and that's real fruit. <laughs> and it's going to be like dessert heaven. Um, so those are some things to think about. Food is so important, so, so extremely important to what you're doing. Uh, it makes us feel better. Uh, Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine. He's the, the father of modern medicine. Let food be thy medicine. Um, same thing today. You know, if we can eat the right nutrients, get in the right things into our body, and something that is so different and weird that we just haven't heard of or thought of is the importance of actually chewing your food. Like, chewing my food? I, I most definitely chew my food. You're right. We do chew our food, but we don't chew it enough. We're just in a hurry all the time. We've got our our uh, fight or flight on all the time in the world that we live in. So what do you do? How do we combat that? You chew your food uh, 20 to 40 times. So you take that bite of steak and you count one, two, three, four, <laughs> until you get up to 20 and then you can swallow it. <clears throat> There's a few things that are going to happen while you're doing that. One, you're going to release a lot of saliva. That saliva has pre-digestive enzymes in it. They're going to start breaking that food down before it even goes down your esophagus. It's, it's awesome. It's like our body was set up to do it. Um, then you're actually chewing your food. You're mechanically chewing your food so that once it does start to get down to your stomach and it goes through your intestines and it's pulling nutrients, it doesn't have to break it down as much because you mechanically did it in your mouth. And then you had the pre-digestive enzymes, which started to digest it right from the mouth and down. So you're going to get a lot more nutrients. And um, it's also going to teach you a couple things. One, if you chew a steak 40 times, it still tastes like a steak. If you chew a donut 40 times, you are going to extract the oil and the flour, and they're going to like go to different parts of your mouth. It's, it's disgusting. Um, donuts taste good when you don't have to chew them 40 times. And you're like, no, 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 I like donuts and cookies. You just try it out. You got to try it. And then you're going to be like, oh, cookies and donuts and, and highly, highly processed things do not taste as good when you actually chew them. That's how you can kind of tell maybe what is good for you and what's not. Now, not demonizing cookies, not demonizing donuts. I think, like I said, as humans, we crave sugar and it's okay to go have some donuts and ice cream every once in a while. But reaching your goals, fitness goals, we've got to limit ourselves. We've got to modify a little bit. And um, I've used the word modify a lot today. <clears throat> but we've, we've got to change it up just a little bit. And that might be, for now, eating less donuts and, and uh, sugar. So if you guys have any questions, please reach out and let us know. I'm really curious what we're going to get as far as a workout this week in the open. But it's going to be fun, 22.222. Uh, we're going to have some brisket and you guys bring sides. It's just going to be a great time. If you guys have any ideas for future podcasts, please reach out and let me know and we will see you all soon.